Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts, Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally, into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast. I'm Prue Warren, uh, an unpublished author, and I'm with Meredith Bond, and I am a published author. <laughs> Most definitely a published author. And this week, we're taking as our topic, what makes a good cover for a romance novel? Just something I'm very in we want to publish my first one so pretty soon i gotta start contacting um cover artists and i need to know what i'm doing so mary what am i doing okay you sent me your beautiful cover pictures which are adorable i love adorable they are. <laughs> well adorable is charming in babies and poodles but maybe not so good in my in my cover design, and I, I gave you I gave you my proposed cover design because I am unlettered, but I have read a lot of romantic comedies, and I know there is a trend in the industry. I know that rom that is are, number one. Excuse me, that is the number one most important thing is to know the genre, and you know it because uh, uh, hands overhead and victory. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so I do believe that's true. I think that someone looking at a cover should be able to say, that's rom-com, that's paranormal, uh, that's goth and dark, that's erotic. So I'm trying to, I don't even know if I should be drawing what I think the cover should be. Should I rely on a cover artist to say, here's what I think? Or do I hand a cover artist my idea and say, for God's sakes, don't take this you know, for granted. I mean, how do you, how do you handle, tell me, just start talking, just start talking. <laughs> okay. Um, you can do it either way. You can actually hand a cover artist something and say, this is what I have in mind, run with it. And because, especially because rom-com are hand-drawn covers they are pieces of art as mm -hmm. opposed to like historical romance which is my genre which are all actual photographs of live models in beautiful gowns in beautiful gowns yes and bare yeah sometimes um depends again <laughs> on the genre um so <laughs> okay i guess i've identified my genre yes <laughs> genre <laughs> yes, and i've ad identified mine my men are clothed and stay that way <laughs> truth and advertising you don't want someone disappointed by what they get so you have to put in the cover that will let them know up front what they're getting absolutely 100 percent. they should know exactly what they're getting when they look at that cover because if i put a naked man on my cover and readers bought my book thinking, ho, ho, this is going to have some hot stuff in it because there's a naked man on the cover and they get right. to the end and the hero and heroine kiss. 
and nothing else has happened until then, they are going to be disappointed and give me a low review, a bad review. Mary, you write clean? I didn't know that. I Your do. books are all clean? Almost all of that? them. Almost all of them. Did you swear? I mean, oh, you're- God, yeah. yeah. I, I fucking swear. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my characters, actually, I had a character in one of the, the last the books in my last trilogy. I had the villain swore. He used the F word. And my editor came back, said, oh, no, 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 no. You should not do that. And it's like, it's Anglo-Saxon. They said that word back in the Regency. She's like, yeah, but no. <laughs> So I had to turn that. That's because your readers don't like it. Exactly. Is that right? Or don't expect it. Right. Wow. That's pretty cool. My books have been labeled inspirational, even though there is not an inspirational word in there. Um, So, but your books are funny rom-coms. Right. And they need to scream that when somebody sees the picture, sees the cover. On Amazon or wherever. They have to look at that and say, oh my gosh, that looks like a lot of fun. So your talking head picture, while very cute, may not necessarily say this book's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so let me describe what my plan was, even though I knew, even as I thought of it, that it, it was the plan of an amateur. I have three books planned, two books written and three books planned. Mm-hmm. Their titles are Sin and the Peanut Butter Cup, Sin as in Cynthia, mm-hmm. Dash and the Moon Glow Mystic, and Ellen and the Would-Be Gigolo. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be called the Ampersand series <laughs> because that's all that ties them together. Um, so I was thinking in terms of producing not just a cover, but a series of covers that which linked is, together. Which is perfect. That is exactly what you need to be thinking of. Because you absolutely want all three of your covers to look alike so that people can quickly identify them as a series. You are on track. Perfect. Okay. All right. Gorgeous. Because the stories are different enough, each, each, each hero of the story appears in the previous book, but they're not a main character. Mm -hmm. So what I was thinking of for the covers was to have two faces in profile a woman and a man facing each other with the title in between Mm -hmm. and then a dominant color behind them. That was something vivid and eye catching. Mm -hmm. So that was my plan. And, and in your reaction to them is adorable, but maybe not a good marketing technique, maybe not the right message. Yes. Simply because it doesn't, the cover is not giving enough information. So the cover has to tease the reader about what's, what they're going to find within the covers. So this could be any, virtually any book would have two faces in profile on the cover and it would be enough. Exactly. Yes, which I see what you're saying. I need something that makes it more identifiable. Yes. So you need something that has to do some element that ties all three books together because you want them to be similar covers since it's a series but each book um each cover that i relates to the story and yes it should absolutely be sort of a comic 
style, a cartoonish style drawing? So um, if I get the name of a, an agency that does covers or an artist that does covers. I went and looked at, I think it's called the Killian Group. I'm not, I can't mm-hmm. remember the specific. Yes, the Killian Group and is, I, is a big one. And they had an intake form mm-hmm. and they wanted me to, well, they wanted, they, I looked at the form and it asked me questions that did not have a lot to do with my book. And that, that's where I sort of stumbled to a halt because at what point, I mean, I know the cover artists don't take the time to read the book. How do they know? I I must be telling them what I want on the cover. What happens? You contact an artist and, and how do you tell them do what's right, but here's what you need to know. I mean, I'm kind of lost here. Right. So what was on the intake form? It was, um, is it a man and a woman? Is it, uh, hang on. Because yeah, it should be, is it a man and a woman? Is it two men? Is it two women? Is it an alien? Is it vampire? Whatever. Um, okay. I'm going there now. Okay. And we'll look at the intake form. Yeah. And I bet that if you go to any major um, cover designer, they will have something similar. I will tell you how I found my cover designer. Good. My cover designer, I found on 99designs.com. Okay. That is a really cool site that I really, I, I think it's a great concept. Um, you, there is an intake form where you have to give a description of what you want on the cover generally, just like this is, um, you know, man. So you have to have an idea first. You need to have some vague idea first. And of course on 99 designs, it's for every genre. So they'll want to know, they want to know also what genre you're writing. And then what they do is the book, the, your form goes out to all sorts of cover designers, whoever is looking for work and they send you proposals. And so when I put up my book, um for a cover design i said i'm looking for this and it's going it is part of a series so while this is book number one i will need two more just like it and which is enticing because then the cover designer knows that they're going to be they have work for at least three covers um and i described it i said what genre it was and then i received about 20 responses and some were very professional and some really really were not even as good as something I could do myself um but I you know this first cover was it your first cover no this was I needed um uh actually my quartet my merry men quartet I needed new covers for them and so I thought I would try this service out and so it was putting a new cover on an old book, but it was going to be four books, not just one. So it was very enticing and I got lots of responses and I came down to two cover designers who both did fantastic, amazing work. And I picked, I put it out on Facebook and to my reader groups and I said, which one should I go with? And people picked, and that's the one I went with, and I've been using that cover designer now 
for 10 books. Okay, so I love your story. <laughs> and I don't know how to follow in your footsteps. Well, you can go to 99designs.com. Okay. And do my, my, no, 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 no. That's not my problem. Okay. I believe that I can find cover artists. I believe they're out there and I believe they're eager. Absolutely, 100%. But how do I... How do I know what my dominant, I don't know what my image is. I don't know what's going to sell. I don't know what's. So what is, what's on the, the Killian intake form? I'm looking for it. I can't find it. You can't find it? Okay. I can't find it. Even on Killian. Oh, they want me to. Interesting. Cover design questions. Oh, I found it. All it took was a little search in my downloads file. Okay. Okay, good. Incidentally, their pricing for an e-cover is $135. Okay. A spine and back edition, $75. So you're looking at $210 for a Killian design. That's a good price. It includes up to four comps of a single design. Nice. Here's what they want to know. Yeah, blah, 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 author email, billing email, author name, book title, series mm -hmm. title, genre, setting, year or location. Right. Label, do I want to say New York Times bestselling author? Sure, let's say that. <laughs> Quote or tagline, uh, uh -huh. what, is, what is the feel including heat level? Is it dark, sexy, sweet, inspirational? Right. Coloring of the hero and heroine. Oh. Do you envision a couple on the cover or just the hero or heroine? Mm -hmm. Or do you want a landscape cover design? Or perhaps an object relating to your story? Mm -hmm. If you want the hero or heroine on the cover, please select an image off of this file right see because they do stock art cover designs i don't know that right. they do drawn cover designs mm -hmm. you is need there a book yeah i need i need illustrated i do you need it illustrated is there a book cover on amazon that has a similar feel please include links mm -hmm. yes include <laughs> as many links as you can of book covers similar to the feel that you want your cover to have that okay so what you're telling me is that it is important for me to have a concept in mind, even yes. though I don't know as much as the designer. Yes. Because you know what appeals to you and therefore what will appeal to your readers. Oh, but, but, but I'm sputtering. Yeah. Speak. What appeals to me is undoubtedly not what appeals to most readers. Are you sure? Because, well, no, I'm not sure, but I, I suspect this comes from a history of working in the direct mail industry, mm -hmm. writing fundraising letters for people, and I could tell the designer what I wanted, and the designer would do it. Mm -hmm. But the best times, the best packages ever created were when the designer went, oh, that's stupid. Let's do it this way. And I was like, yes, that's much better. It's much better if I can collaborate with someone and work together with someone. But that's exactly what you should be doing with your cover designer. So you are giving them ideas of what you want your, your cover to look like, but they may go off on a tangent and come up with something fabulous. Well, actually, it is reassuring to have you say that you work in tandem with your cover designer because this Killian Group intake form looked a lot like give us this information and we'll spit out you know I, I know that they design a huge number of covers in the world that they they define what the 
what the look is for a genre. Well, but I, they are not the only ones who design the look for a genre. Um, everybody, you know, the traditional publishers, I think, have a very strong hand in that. Oh, well, that's a good point. So, yes, the Killian Group is very large and a lot of people use them, but they are not the be-all and end-all of cover designers. There are so many more and they are all wonderful and creative and talented, talented people. So that's why I suggest, you know, looking through the portfolio of a bunch of cover designers and look for a designer who does something that speaks to you, a cover designer who does something creative. Um, every artist has their own style. So you need to find somebody who works in a style that, that you like and that you think is perfect for your cover. Tell me the name where you found your designer. 99designers, what was it called? 99designs.com. Numbers or letters for 99? Uh, numbers. 99designs.com. Yes. Find a designer. Yes. Um, okay. Also, a great place to find a designer is on Facebook. Talk to other writers. Because if you talk to other writers, you will get many, 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 many names of many wonderful designers who do, who do great job. And especially for you, Prue, because you need someone who is an actual artist who will draw your designs. Right. Um, I, I format books for someone who, for Jody Roth, who um, writes funny, cozy mysteries. And she okay. has the most adorable hand-drawn covers ever. And so I, I can go to her books and look on the, on the copyright page and find out who her cover designer is. I see. I see what you're doing there. All right. All right. I like this plan that I can, I can, I can go and peek and see who other people have used. Yes. Uh, name because i think anybody listening who's not necessarily writing rom-coms might like to know the name of your designer who are you using now? um my designer or do you not want to say is it a secret no it's not a secret and i would love to give him business um i'm i i have to admit i'm a little bit worried about him because the last time i spoke to him he was in the hospital um he goes by wait i will tell you what he goes by because his actual name and his cover designer name are different right. Right. um hang on let me oh wait that's not what i want sorry i am opening up uh, one of my books to find what his name is <laughs> to find what what uh what name he uses ah oh, that's not what i want the other thing I want you to, mm -hmm. while you're looking for that, uh, I, one of my questions is, well, you said when I went on the Killian group that if you had a cover design and a spine and a back cover for 210, you said that's a good, that's a pretty good price. Yeah. So let's talk about what someone should expect to pay to get a cover and what someone should expect to pay to get a whopping good cover, the kind of cover that will make people want to buy your book. Okay. Because I'm sure there's a range of prices. Yes, indeed there is. So 
if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you can get a pre-made cover. Um, and that is a cover that is kind of generic. And then the cover designer who created it will just slap on your name and your title. I actually did a pre-made cover for my reader lore for that uh, short story that we did in Love Gone Viral. That's great. Um, and so it's, it's a really good, inexpensive way to get a cover done. Because if you don't want to spend a lot of money, then it's not going to cost you, it can cost you as little as $25, $25 or $50. Um, Mine was very cheap. But I also thought, Mary, and this is a tangent, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was looking through the library of covers that you could buy for cheap, pre-made covers, mm -hmm. and thought many of them suggested, wouldn't it be cool to pick a cover and then write a book about it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a cute idea. That's a great idea. Well, that was very entertaining. Okay, so okay, so so if you want to go really cheap, you can go with a pre-made cover. Um, if you want something that is more complicated or you know and and self that has stock art, then it will cost you probably one hundred and twenty-five, hundred and fifty for an ebook cover, and yeah, a little bit more for to to make it into a uh, print-on-demand cover, the addition of the back cover and the spine. So say, once again, 200 to 225 for the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good price. I know of an author who spurns pre-made, you know, these, these, these photographs that people use. And mm -hmm. she hired a model. She bought clothes for the person. Wow. She hired a photographer. She hired a, a, um, a designer who not only who took the photographs that were taken of the model and created an entirely new font for her covers and wow. put it all together. She spent $5,000 on one cover. I do response? not recommend this. What was what was the response? Did she yeah. sell any books? Yeah, she sold lots of books. I mean, her books actually were fantastic. I loved her books. Um, Deborah Dunbar, she writes um, urban fantasy. They are fantastic books. She's an amazing writer. But she has had those covers redone a couple of times because you always have to keep have to if the the sales begin to drop off the first thing that you can do is swap out Re a new cover and wow. and try and get people excited again or new people excited and so is she still things. doing original is she still doing all original when no, she swaps them out i don't think so because it ah. is too too expensive okay so okay, so uh, my cover designer in case yeah. you anybody wants to look because he is fantastic and I really I pray that he is well he he was not when I spoke to him last but that was you know many months ago so mm -hmm. I, I pray that he is well I have to actually get in touch with him um, his name is uh, he goes by QTB design and his website is qtbdesign.wixsite.com good and how much would you pay for a cover? Um, I pay 
I think I pay like $180 for both, but something like that for both the ebook and the um, print on demand. So that's actually, that's actually cheaper for than the original with stock art. Yeah. But his, his um, prices may have risen up. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I've been using him for so many years kind of a range. Now you recently had a beautiful piece of original art commissioned of a, of a fairy of a, what was it? Oh, (laughs) it's so beautiful. I saw it on Facebook. (laughs) Yes. Um, what is she? She's, I don't know what she is. Yeah. You could say she's a fairy. Um, she is, she's an ethereal person. (laughs) (laughs) Is it is it rude to ask what you paid? I you have to tell me. Know the artist. He's a friend of mine. Ah, so it's not fair to ask. So it's not, it's not anything that anyone else can count on. No, and he also does not do commission work. I'm so sorry, uh-huh. because he is so swamped. He he does uh, Dungeons and Dragons books, and oh, so, of course he does. Yes, and so he was doing art. Uh, for his latest Dungeons and Dragons book, uh, which is the most amazing thing. It's called Dragon Stew. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, look up Dragon Stew because it is beautiful. Oh my God. The man is an incredible artist. I loved his art so much. I said, Antonio, you have to draw me something. And he was very kind and did, but he does not take commission. Well, it is, it is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. I, I was very pleased to see it. All right. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> so you've given me a lot to chew on on the subject of covers, for which I am very grateful. So um, we have about two more minutes if we're going to keep this to a 30-minute podcast, which I think mm-hmm. is smart. Yes. Um, can you, can you in, in the next minute, do you <laughs> want to discuss the concept of color on a cover? Well, it, it needs to pop. And actually, so, okay, so what I do and what a lot of writers do, authors do, is they do a pop test. And what a pop test is, is you take, you go to Amazon and you copy from Amazon the about uh, eight covers in your genre and you put them and your cover on into a grid a three by three grid and you see, and then you stand back and look at it and see which covers pop, which ones draw your eyes and see how yours stands out. Or I want to do that. That sounds like so much fun. I love yes. that. Idea. Yes. So that's how you know that you have great covers. Okay. A great cover and the right colors. And of course, they do say for colors, they should be opposites on the color wheels and you should use bright colors. Um, I always find it very engaging to have a picture of somebody looking at me, but that's me. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Um, But, you know, it draws people in. Always having a person on the cover attracts people because we're you know we're humans we're attracted to other humans yeah eye to eye it's very powerful yeah exactly okay um mm -hmm. we're just about out of time okay 
we're very close to our time. I wanted to talk more about like the how you lay out the cover, but another time. Next week, you and I are going to be focusing on. Wait, I'm looking at the list. <gasps> Book coaches. <gasps> why would anyone want a book coach? Yeah, why, why would anyone want a book coach? So sorry. I am rather <laughs> interested in this next week. Cannot come soon enough for me. <laughs> so we want people to write in with questions, and please we want please. people to subscribe to the podcast please, and please. chat chat about us with their friends who are authors or hopeful authors. Yes. Um, and any other thoughts before we close? Uh, no. no, no. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> Hugs and kisses. All right. This has been the Writer's Block Party podcast, and we are delighted that you are here. And we please hope subscribe. to talk to you. Please and subscribe. Please, if you are listening on an Apple podcast, please leave us a review. <gasps> oh, leave us a review. You're a writer. Write something. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week.